Welcome to BFNC Living, sponsored by Buffalo Federation of Neighborhood Centers. BFNC Living is a weekly podcast to help you navigate life issues and to help enhance our overall quality of life. We know life has many ups and downs, but a helping hand and a listening ear can help. Each week, we will share stories about a variety of topics, feature special guests, share information and valuable resources available in our community. Please follow BFNC Living at www.bfnc.org, Facebook and LinkedIn. Hello, welcome to BFNC Living. This is your host, Yolanda Smith. Um, I would like to welcome you guys for our weekly podcast, where today we will be talking about the importance of voting. And I have two very special guests with me today, the Honorable Judge Sam Davis Mm -hmm. and Mr. Ron Dixon in the house. Say hello, guys. What's going on, everybody? Good morning. Thank you for being here today. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Mr. Uh, Honorable Judge Sam Davis. Um, give us a little bit of background about who you are. Uh, well, uh, I've lived in Buffalo since 1999. I originally came here from Brooklyn. I was born in Chicago. I'm a former special education teacher, uh, full-time sub, actually. Um, and from there, after I graduated from law school here at the uh, University of Buffalo, I went on to practice criminal defense for about 17 years. Um, I currently sit as Buffalo City Court Judge. I uh, moved into the space that uh, now Chief Judge uh, Jahair Pridgen, uh, the space she once occupied, uh, and I'm hopefully going to retain my seat on November the 8th. Absolutely. It's wonderful. Thank you so much. How do you follow up that right there? Um, So myself, I was uh, born originally in D.C., Um, grew up most of my life here in Buffalo, New York, Um, graduated uh, from East High School um, in 2008 as the vice president of the senior class, then went on and got my um, um, associate's degree in business administration from Lewisburg College, and then received my bachelor's um, from Plattsburgh University in the county. Uh, Currently... Um, a minister in training. I'm at Impacting Love Global Ministries. And um, I kind of got in this area a little bit. I did a 100-man march, and we listed 33 legislative agendas to end police brutality. And uh, Mayor Brown went on to use that as the Buffalo Police Reform. And um, so in my volunteer time, um, I work with the IRS and do volunteer taxes. So a little bit of everything there. That's wonderful. Giving back to your community. I respect and appreciate that very much that you guys even took a uh, mentioned to look out for the city of Buffalo and our community and its importance of growing and developing in different ways. And so today we're talking about the importance of voting. Um, and it's really important in our community because oftentimes there's misconceptions um, about the process of voting. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about the importance. Why should we vote? And we're going to talk about 10 reasons that we should vote today. And one of the number one misconceptions is that the vote doesn't matter. What do you guys can, what can you guys say to the importance of those, that misconception? Well, for me, um, you know, I prayed about this. Uh, your vote is your voice and your silence can kill you. Um, when One of the ways we speak life into our community is our vote. Um, and when we don't speak into our community via our vote, then how do people really even know that we're here? It's no coincidence that uh, the people that vote the least in our community die the most. Mm. Um, and, you know, even with bail reform, people aren't getting arrested as much in that age cohort. The census is every 10 years. 
the vote is every year. If you're not voting every year, okay, and money talks. So mm-hmm. when you don't spend money in your community, well, we don't know you're in the community. So if you're not spending your money in the community, you're not voting in your community, okay, um, how exactly do we know you're here? Yes. So when you complain about the lack of resources in your community, well, who are these resources supposed to go to if you're not using your voice to let people know you're there? Yes. So it's very important that you vote, um, especially uh, once you turn 18, because you want resources there for you and everybody that comes after you. Your quality of life is directly linked to the, the amount in which you vote. Um, there will be less police brutality if there was more voting because it. People won't get in their own way. Voters are usually taxpayers, and taxpayers pay police salaries. I'm sure if you look at the numbers, where there are less votes, there's more brutality. Mm -hmm. There's a link. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. That was extremely important. So your vote matters. You talked a bit about significance, and you talked about uh, when voters vote, there's less presence of this and that in their communities. I wanted to also talk about Issues like uh, we talked about police brutality, but civil rights, um, different uh, models of freedoms that individuals would like to have in their communities. Can you talk a little about, Mr. Dixon, um, significance in our communities um, and maybe some history surrounding the significance of voting? Right. So I'm a big history buff. So one of the first things um, back in 1866 was when we were actually uh, minorities or African-Americans were made citizens. Um, And then right after that, 1870 is when we actually received the right to vote. But during that time, there were also things that stopped us. You know, so you have the Jim Crow laws. You had uh, the Ku Klux Klan. Um, You also had literacy tests. And then you also had poll taxes that a lot of us couldn't afford during that time. So there were all these obstacles and barriers that was placed in front of us to hinder like uh, the honorable judge was just speaking about the opportunity to be counted. Um, I think just even going back to the the money, um, you cannot be tracked in your area until you're able to vote. Those are things that people do not see. um, And I think it affects overall how many individuals are in that community. So I think just back to the history of it and the relevancy of that now, it's just so important for us to be intentional to let our voice be heard. Um, And I think that we have to be intentional to educate ourselves. Um, and not just based on um, a party, but based on actually what that person is delivering and what that person's background is. I think those are two key importance that link us to each other as individuals and humans. So I think it's very important for you to actually see who the person that's trying to serve in that position is um, and be intentional to actually link yourself to things that uh, they might have went through. Excellent. Excellent points. Um, I appreciate your response. Um, so History shows that so many have fought for us prior to be able to vote. So it is not only a responsibility, but it's our right. We have a right in the United States as American citizens to be able to vote in our communities. Um, And so it's important to know that every vote counts. And so security and safety, you spoke a tad bit on police brutality, but there's more considerations to think about when voting. And so... Um, Not just, you know, policing, but there are criminal threats. There are terrorist threats. There are different laws that are put in place. Can you talk about how voting impacts criminalization in communities um, and the United States overall? Well, just to dovetail on what Mr. Dixon said, uh, one thing I I just want to point out, uh, for people who have been marginalized, there's no such thing as early voting. As soon as you can vote, you should be voting. 
And so I don't even believe in the concept of early voting. As soon as the polls, polls open, I'm surprised that there's not a, a line of uh, marginalized people, if you will, around the corner every time we're allowed to be heard. Um, um, with regard to policing and, and um, police brutality, now, when you vote, it gives us the opportunity to have a police department that's more reflective of the community. If you look at the numbers, if you look at the quality of police officers we have, and we have some quality police officers yes, we do. in the city of Buffalo, quality law enforcement. Um, but if you if we took all the law enforcement agencies and lined them up, you would see that where there is more of an African-American presence in voting, you will see that the uh, law enforcement agency reflects the community. And where there's an absence of African-American voting, uh, you will see that the law enforcement agency begins to look less and less like the community. So BPD, uh, they're making great strides towards inclusion. But when we look at federal agencies and some of the state agencies, well, it kind of looks like cheap chocolate chip ice cream a little bit, not a lot of chips. So um, that's something that, you know, voting, um, it, it, has, it plays a part in so much of our lives. Wherever government money goes, well, the vote kind of di dictates uh, where that money goes. It plays a large part in it. Um, the currency of politics is the vote. I don't the marches. Yeah, they're good, you know. Mm -hmm. But the currency for the politician is the vote. Mm -hmm. That's how they command the dollars to your area. So if you're not showing up voting, okay. And if we look at low voter turnout in the city, look at the areas where there's the lowest voter turnout, and I'm pretty sure that's where the blight is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So you want to you. It, it's not enough to march, you know, and in terms of safety, safety, and I believe I, this was revealed to me too in prayer, we recently were attacked as a community. The, the tragedy that happened at the Topps Market, but yeah. Topps Market was targeted in Maston. Well, that's where we're the strongest. Mm -hmm. You know, that Topps is there because that's where our commerce apparently was the strongest. Uh, I believe Maston uh, at one point and it still may be the largest block of voters outside of New York City. Okay, so we were studied, hunted, and then we were struck in the place where we appeared the strongest. If we were all voting on mass, if everybody were using their vote, their their vote, their voice, then it would be pretty hard to tell where our strongest point was because we would appear strong everywhere. The weakest among us will be covered because of the overall strength that we showed as a community. But because we're not doing that, well, now we can see the highlighted areas. Well, let's go strike there, okay? Mm -hmm. So you really don't vote. When you don't vote, it's at your own peril. You might not see it, but it's, you, not voting is really detrimental, especially to the 18-year-olds, to 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds. Those are the people dying. And it's specifically because, you know, they're not getting the attention they're supposed to get because they're not making themselves heard. That's right. So, think, yes. No, no, I was just going to piggyback on that. I think it just goes back to, honestly, a lack of knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. And I think when you talk about um, certain communities throughout the city of Buffalo, going back to the shooting that took place, if you've been to every council district um, out of the nine council districts in the city of Buffalo, you can see that some council districts are taken care of better. Mm -hmm. And most people would assume that that's based on the leaders that are there, but no, it's based on the communities. Mm -hmm. It's based on the organization of those communities mm -hmm. and those different um, block clubs that are in there that are activating themselves within those communities to be heard. Mm -hmm. I think when I think about voting, the first thing that pops into my mind, especially when the honorable judge was just talking, was equity. Equity. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yeah. Your equity for minorities looks like voting. Equity mm-hmm. for minorities look like education. Mm-hmm. Um, without those two things right there, um, a lot of the times we're overlooked and we're overseen and we're overheard. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we're not heard in situations if we don't have those. Um, and so there's rooms that we will not still currently to this day be let in until mm-hmm. you have those two things. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's so important for us to understand the importance of the voting, like he was saying, and then the age groups, um, that 18 to that 36, this is the time for the millennials really to be more active mm-hmm. in terms of making themselves more knowledgeable about what's going on. Um, prime example, there was a, a pre-voter registration law that was just passed mm-hmm. that now gives 16 and 17-year-olds the opportunity to pre-register mm-hmm. to vote. And so what does that look like? That looks like at 16 and 17, now you're able to start arming yourself with knowledge mentally to be able to know how to um, go through society in terms on choosing a leader that's going to best represent you in your area. Mm -hmm. Excellent points. 16, 17 year olds can now pre-register to vote. Um, you guys, Saturday, Saturday. right? Yes, <laughs> that's right, that's right. Talking points. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a few more moments. Um, Judge uh, Davis, uh, you guys talk uh, briefly or at, to length about the benefits of voting, and so I'm gonna run a few things down for our listeners. You vote to keep your money. The primary thing that the government does is collect taxes. They take a significant chunk out of your paycheck from uh, profits of your investments to provide critical services for roads, police, and politicians. We decide and elect them to decide what taxes will be paid. Bond issues, propositions, decide whether you pay more property tax or sales tax for specific projects. Um, And you may feel like your voice can be heard by who it is that you decide to elect. So these are some of the major important uh, issues that are happening in our community. Um, And you guys spoke about uh, 18 to 36 year olds, the millennials. And I wanted to talk a little bit more because there are a lot of issues in our community, social issues that are happening right now that directly impacts millennials who are our future leaders. That's going to be the next seats that's going to happen and take place for our, um, our government. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted you guys to talk about how individuals in this age group can vote. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a person who may have had a criminal past, are you able to vote? Mm-hmm. Um, and where can individuals obtain uh, the right to vote at? Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that um, they can always go down to the Board of Elections downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, those who are already registered to vote, uh, there are a number of sites where they can go and vote. Uh, as of the 29th, I believe that's Saturday. Yes. Uh, Saturday, they can go and early vote. Um, at the Board of Elections, they can go to the Delavan Grider Center. Uh, that's some of the two of the sites where they can go. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of uh, people who have uh, a criminal history, once you are off of parole, once you are not on probation, uh, on paper, as they say, mm-hmm. you have the right to vote. They don't necessarily tell you that. Um, it's funny that most people know that you can't vote once you become a felon, but it's not common knowledge uh, often that you can vote as soon as you are no longer being supervised. I find that odd. Um, people don't really talk about it, but many times when an abuser or someone wants to uh, cause you harm, they want you to be quiet. They'll mm-hmm. freeze. Don't say anything. Shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know that's what voter suppression is all about. You know, if the, the, if the right to vote wasn't so important. Um, people wouldn't be constantly trying to take the right from us. We like to march, but we actually march for the right to vote because long ago we noticed that people who voted actually 
had things happen because as a result of the vote. That's why I was so uh, so heavily guarded with the poll taxes. Everything right, that right. Mr. Dixon just told right, you about, right, right. all of these things would have stopped you from having a voice. And now uh, we willingly give up the right. Sure. Um, no, I can't tell you what's going to be important for millennials because I'm not a millennial. I can tell you what's important to Generation X, but there are going to be different needs. There are going to be different needs. Mm-hmm. And only someone younger than me um, who is a millennial can speak to the need of millennials. And who's that going to be? Right, right, right. And then being in the millennial category, I think I do, being a parent, eight-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. um, I think it's so. It's, there's so many topics and array of things that we have to focus on, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of us are talking about education. A lot of us are talking about trying to find ways in terms of work. So some of us are actually working two and two and three jobs now. And I think it's so important to take a pause in going after the money, right? Mm-hmm. To actually educate yourself um, in terms of the surroundings. You know, you need to focus on the judicial level, what's going on and who's being in seats. You need to focus on the legislative level on what laws are being passed. And then you need to focus on the executive level on who's actually implementing that and who's at the forefront of those different things. I think it's so important for us to take time, whether it's... Um, whether you're doing school board or um, whatever it is, you need to, if your children are in the Buffalo Public Schools, then you should be knowing what's going on in terms of BPS. Um, There's no laws that should be passed um, that you shouldn't have any privy or knowledge to within your area, your city, or your region. Mm -hmm. And I think it seems so, it seems like a large task to take on. So I think we have to start small. You have to start with your city. Mm-hmm. And you have to go to the county, right? Mm-hmm. And then eventually you'll get to the state and you'll start to, you know, catch on to some national things. Mm-hmm. But I think we really have to carve out time and be intentional about educating ourselves. I like the only thing that keeps popping in my mind is just ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the lack of knowledge mm-hmm. um, and not mm-hmm. being able to have knowledge in an area really hurts us. Mm-hmm. And we just can't afford not to be knowledgeable in this area about voting and in other areas um, as millennials as well. We have to now step up and figure out what are those areas in which we have to equip ourselves in to be able to take the torch from our elders um, to be able to move that forward. Excellent key points. Absolutely. Access. We have to equip ourselves with education. And education is just not something that's formal, Mm -hmm. but it's something that's also informal. Just learn about some things and find out what's going on. I think that leads into an important factor. When should we vote? Everybody thinks about the presidential elections and they're worried about this candidate or that Democrat, Republic. Republican. However, Mm -hmm. there are votes that happen every year. And so could you guys talk a little bit about what are some of the votes that happen on a uh, yearly and bi-yearly basis? Uh, Well, I know you have the school board. That's Mm -hmm. one. Um, You also have the council's um, seats. That's Mm -hmm. another. Um, The council seats are very important because those are actually the ones who are going to represent the community Mm -hmm. on a legislative level, meaning who's going to execute laws, make the laws, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. make the laws. And so those are important. And then you have your mayoral age, which is the four years. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll let the honorable judge speak to some of the other ones. I'll just shoot straight to it. Every time that you are offered the opportunity to vote, it has something to do with you. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That's why they give you the right to Mm -hmm. vote. You need to be voting every time. There is an election in your area. The only reason you are being offered the right to vote is because it's going to, to directly affect you in some way. You might not be able to readily see it if you don't study, but most assuredly it's going to affect you or your children or your finances, which is all the same thing, really. Um, it's, it's so important. There are no small races. Um, people will invest money to to make you passionate about 
uh, a certain race because it's probably going to affect the budget, the big budget. Mm -hmm. But how the money is spent that people fight for every four years, let's say in a presidential election or a gubernatorial election um, or mayoral election, the way that money is spit, spent, all those quote unquote smaller elections is what determines how that money gets onto your street. Um, you have to be a participant in every conversation mm -hmm. uh, that comes up. And the way that happens is the vote. Marching is cool. Sitting at the barbershop talking about stuff. Well, okay. That's how a lot of us get our information. And watching the news is great. Okay. But the vote, it comes down to the vote. You hollering, you stomping, you getting on Facebook, tweeting and twitting and, and saying how you feel about stuff. Okay. We get that. But the vote is what. The people that matter, the people that are spending your tax dollars, mm -hmm. the thing that they're listening to, once again, is the vote. There's no way around it. It hasn't changed. More likely than not, it won't change. You're not going to change it just by not participating in it. But just like the law, just because you don't know about it doesn't mean you don't have to live by it. Okay? You have to live by it. And you're going to be held accountable for it. Just like with medicine. Just because you don't know what's going on with your body. It's still going on, and the bill will come due at some point. So not voting is a very dangerous thing, and when people don't vote, when people don't use their vote, use their voice, things die. Things die. Absolutely. That's good. Every year there is an election. Mm -hmm. Every year you should vote. If you do not know who the elected officials are, you should take some time to learn about them. We must educate ourselves. And that's how we have access and exposure to know what's going on. And if you don't know about you know what's happening globally, nationally, make sure you're learning about what's happening in your direct community. Mm -hmm. And so I want to just bring back a few uh, qualifications for everyone to know um, how to register to vote. You have to be United States citizen. You have to be at least 18 years of age to vote. However, you can pre-register at the ages of 16 mm -hmm. and 17 years old. You have to be a resident of the state in which you live in uh, and the county, city, or village 30 days prior to um, election. You must not be in prison mm -hmm. or uh, have a felony that is active. You cannot be on paper right. and vote. However, if you are off, you have to make sure that you register. Where you can you register? You can register at the local um, board of elections mm -hmm. and at the DMV. Mm -hmm. You can go online to the DMV website mm -hmm. and it w there will be a pop-up that occurs and it happens in asking you, are you registered to vote? Mm -hmm. City account, city court, I'm sorry, city county building, mm -hmm. the RAF building has applications in yeah. the RAF building for you to get an application to vote is online. Anywhere you go, the state of New York has a website. You can register online to vote. Yeah. And then there is an event that's happening this Saturday where you can come down and vote. Honorable Judge Davis, can you tell us about that event? Yes, Governor Kathy, well, I don't know if I could. There's a, there are a group of people who are, because I have to be politically correct and I can't say certain things. I know that there are a bunch of voters gathering, I believe, at Mohawk in Delaware. It's going to be on Saturday morning. Um, and the goal is to walk from there, once that rally is over, to walk, I think it's about two blocks. We're going to walk past City Hall. We're going to go over uh, to the corner of Delaware and West Eagle. And there you'll find the Board of Elections, where you can also register to vote. And you can go right in. I want to get as many people as possible to go in and vote right there on the spot. That's the earliest opportunity that we'll have to vote. We should go there and vote in mass. I'd love to see us just get there uh, and show out and just really flex and, and, and show 
you know, our power as voters. Um, also, we can go to Delavan Grider, you know, on mass all day on Saturday, go in there and vote, you know, take a friend. You know, it's 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 the biggest. It should be the biggest party in town. That's we right. We should all be going out to vote. And it don't matter if you you know whatever you got into during the day, whatever you have going on. You know, don't worry about your haircut. Don't worry about any of that. Go vote first because you right. look better voting than you do with your with your hair done. <laughs> That's right. Okay? What time Saturday are they voting? Why are they lining gathering up? Uh, let me pull that up. I believe that's going to be at nine a.m. Give me one second. Sure. So absolutely. So you guys heard Honorable Judge Davis say there is an event this Saturday that is occurring. Um, if you don't know where to vote, the Delavan Greider Community Center has availability um, for you to go down and register to vote. Make sure you bring a friend 18 years or older for uh, millennials and for Gen X. If you have teenagers who just turned 18 years old, make sure you take your kids to vote. It could be an activity for the day. Um, and you can talk about as a bonding tool in our community to make sure that you're telling your kids the importance of voting and talk about how uh, our fathers before us, how they had to fight for that right to actually vote. That is imperative for our growth, our success. We have to unify. And what better way to unify than to actually go and vote? And so it's going to be this Saturday. Make sure you guys get there pretty early, 9 a.m., October 29th. They're uh, meeting at 135 Delaware Avenue. Um, is at 9 a.m. again from 9 to 12. It's going uh, to be a group of individuals that walk over um, from the Buffalo Campaign Headquarters. Um, they're going to walk about two blocks um, just to stand in unity to go and register to vote. And vote. <laughs> and vote And I think it's key Bring your ID I know that's something That's like We think it's common knowledge But mm -hmm. have a form Of identification With you New York State Driver's license Passport Have some form of ID <laughs> And we also have Those voter registration cards That, that, that are dropped off At your houses um, And tell you Where you can vote at So just make sure That you have those Just to be safe Absolutely Would you like to say Anything else Judge Anna? Uh No I think You said it all Um I just, I just really would like to implore upon people to take this opportunity to vote and be heard. You know, in my heart of hearts, you know, I, and I, obviously, you know, I would like you to vote for me, <laughs> but um, more important than my candidacy uh, is that we let uh, the world know, really, because everyone's looking to see will we be resilient after the tragedy that fell upon our community? Uh, will we use our voice? in this hour and i just I, I i'm in my heart of hearts i'm hoping that you know though the volume is kind of low that we turn it up and that we go and we vote in large numbers that's right so i would employ you voting is essential um but if you can't find a reason to just necessarily vote for yourself Vote for the decisions that we make today to impact our lives later. Vote for your children. Vote for your grandchildren. Vote for all generations is important. Make that choice to improve our lives on a daily basis by simply voting. It doesn't take long. Most polling places are in and out process. I vote every single year. I never have an issue with voting. But if you do, don't get discouraged. Continue to vote. You have that right. It's your American right to go and vote. The laws you see, you cannot complain if you do not vote. Or I at least don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear complaints. You got to do something about it, you know? Um, it doesn't bother anyone to cast a ballot, but we can't complain about what's not happening in our community and against us if we're not doing anything effectively to change it. And I wanted to talk to you a, a few moments 
um, Judge Davis about your seat. What What is the importance of voting for a city court judge? Well, you know, um, I liken Buffalo City Court to the emergency room of ECMC. Um, that initial diagnosis uh, means so much in terms of how treatment is going to take place. So in Buffalo City Court, there are a lot of resources, a tremendous amount of resources. And what I understand from Brother Dixon, there are going to be even more resources. Um, but, you know, uh, if I have a person who comes before me, I have the ability to determine what, whether or not a felony has occurred, which is a big deal. You know, um, as we just said, you know, a person accused or, 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 or convicted of a felony, well, that's a lifestyle changing event. And so you need someone there who understands life, uh, under, who, who's culturally competent to be a part of that decision, um, to be the one making that decision. You know, you know so... Um, that's one thing with regard to, to, to the city court seat, um, where people are being abused uh, domestically. You know, you need someone who can sort of look past the facade and do a little digging to find out, you know, what's actually going on. There was a seminar uh, which uh, the courts put on yesterday, uh, Judge Carter uh, and others in the court. Um, and, you know, basically, uh, and Judge Pridgen, and it, 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 we it talked about how to sort of flag when a person is in peril, you know, in a, a domestic abuse situation. They can, you know, because many people die because of what's going on behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. Once again, when someone wants to abuse you, uh, they want you to be silent. They don't want you to be heard. Isolated, for sure. They want to isolate you. You know, your abuser will isolate you. Um, and that's why, you know, one of the reasons why city court is important, because it's, it's the first time that people get to redress what happened in the streets, you know. I often say the laws for the courtroom, stuff that happens out in the street, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be, you know, um, issues that you might even have with law enforcement. That's something you address when you get to the courthouse. When you get to the courthouse, that's when we start talking about the laws and things like that. That's why it's important to be compliant with what officers ask you to do in the street, because you have to make it to the courthouse, you know. Um, that's why B Buffalo City Court is so important, because, you know, really Buffalo City Court is the line between chaos and between anarchy and civility, because that's where people come to get justice. And if they don't get it, things start to happen. That's why you have to have reliable people, trustworthy people, people who are culturally competent, okay, and who can take their egos and their idiosyncrasies out of it and really focus on the law and being just, okay? Yes. That's why it's so important. Yes. Thank you so much for that, yes. And I was just piggyback, you know, I'm not going to say it as the honorable judge would say it, but I just think, I mean, I think when we look at some of the things that have hindered us as a minorities in terms of um, jail, in terms of court, mm -hmm. you know, that's a step-by-step that's a step situation. So it goes mm -hmm. court and then, you know, your sentencing comes. So I think it's important to know who are who's in these seats mm -hmm. and it's important to at least understand, I think the cultural competency piece is what I heard, but just to know the background of those individuals who mm -hmm. want to move into those seats. I think mm -hmm. historically that's not something that we've had the option to really do mm -hmm. um, in terms of knowing and building um, sound relationships from our community with certain judges to be able to um, just make sure that there's a smooth process. And I think just educating ourselves on that is key. But I just think, you know, the city court judge seat is so, is so key and it's a powerful position is because that determines your future after that. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll go into some courts and you won't come out the same. We talked about the felony mm -hmm. piece. I think people who have felonies, you live a different lifestyle in terms of jobs, in terms of education, in terms of voting. Mm -hmm. Those things have been taken away from you. So I think that's the step before you know, something good or something bad can happen. So you want to make sure that there's good representation there. Absolutely. Representation 
uh, is key when voting. So we appreciate uh, the Honorable Judge Samuel Davis uh, meeting with us today and Mr. Uh, Ronald Dixon for coming and sharing with us the importance of voting and getting the getting your name out there so that people can know who you are. The seat that you sit in may be, a, may be in a position where they may have to come into court. Hopefully they don't have to, but they may have to come and see you. And so it's important that the people know who you are, know what you stand for, um, and know that you're, you're a, a person who is of integrity and a person who is of fairness. Um, and is willing to hear the side of the people um, and willing to march with the people. So I want you guys to make sure that you stop by if you're not registered to vote Saturday morning, 9 a.m., uh, 135 Delaware Avenue, uh, the uh, headquarters for um, candidacy, I believe it is. Um, I want you guys to go out, come out and vote. If you can't vote that way, make sure you guys go online um, to vote. at. You can go to DMV. You can go to the Rathbilton. Um, when is Election Day? Uh, November the 8th. November 8th is election day. When is early voting? October the 29th. So this Saturday. This Saturday is the first day you can go and vote early. If you can't make it on November the 8th, which is the final day, make sure you guys go early and vote. Cast your vote. It is important. Your voice matters. Your voice is important. It matters to not only you, but to your community in which you live. If you want a better living environment, make sure you vote. Every year there's an election. Um, we can't petition you enough. Um, but we, we thank you for uh, listening, tuning in. Thank you for listening to BFNC Living, where we hope to give you information every single week. We appreciate you listening. And make sure you be a good neighbor. Thank you.